Welcome to episode 102, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. You're right there. Yeah. You're so moved by my enigma <laughs> And I'm the guest host, Dave Sipon. <laughs> what a good idea. Hello. 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 My name is Enigma Matoya. You killed my father. Prepare to listen to the soulful stylings of Geekstars. So we're going to tag everything. The soulful stylings of Geekstars. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be correct if we had souls. <laughs> oh, soulful style. It was just like, oh yeah, it's music, man, music. All right, so here's break. Here's part two of our weekly show. Um, in this week's episode, we talk about something that is going to rock your world. I'm so moved, I can hardly speak about it. <laughs> Wait until they hear. What's been announced? Yeah. <laughs> it's Life will never be the same. same. No, that's what I'm saying. It's just one of, those, one of those thinkers you have to go, wow. Like, I just can't believe it. As REM would put it, it's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I, and feel, I feel, feel fine. fine. <laughs> so, and then, of course, we do releases of the week. Yes. And then, uh, that's so, Ed and I do like a little quick video game kind of review yeah you know and then we call it a night for that episode so uh yeah that's pretty much it folks i mean sit back and enjoy and prepare to have your mind blown blam <laughs> we'll be back and we're back you're listening to geeksters live on aquanetradio.com itunes radio tune in and iHeartRadio. radio just shut your aquanet radio on those apps and while you're at it go to our geeksters facebook page and like us or follow us on twitter at geeksters yes or, or instagram at geeksters radio what what yeah all right so uh it's time ed is it time already uh-huh all right I mean, I know Eric is not here, but I think we have found a suitable replacement. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. <laughs> we got to crank the... the you know. It's got to go to 11, man. It's time. Time for what? Well, you know what time it is. Well, I'm not sure. I want to make sure. <clears throat> Life, universe, and nothing with me. <laughs> That's right. It's time for that time of the show where it's life, universe, and nothing with Sean. Because Erica's not here and we can't do her bit of life, universe, and everything with Erica, 
you're stuck with me. <laughs> and my bit that's known. For its name is Life Universe and nothing. <sighs> with me, Sean. All right. All right. So, uh, you sing it just as well if Erica was here. <clears throat> thank you. Thank you. All right. So, here's my nothing for the week. All right. What's your nothing? The internet. Don't look at my screen. I can't look. I can't see. All right. Go ahead. I couldn't see it anyway. The internet was rocked this week, Ed. Rocked? Rocked. We are talking the internet had a meltdown bigger than when Batman Fleck was named Batman. Wow. And you would have thought all of Girl Nerdin exploded to this week. Oh, all right. What? <laughs> no, it is. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> this week, Ed. Yes. Hello Kitty. Yes. Is not a cat. What? Dun, dun, dun! It's You're a little a girl. Hey, don't ruin my bit, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. spoiling it. Hey, it's like the guy who walks into a funeral go, hey, where's the laughs? <laughs> to reiterate, Hello Kitty, not actually a kitty. I'm surprised. Did you have that in our news for Nerd News this week? No, I did not have that in Nerd News. You know why? <laughs> why? Because I didn't care? That's right, because it's about nothing. <laughs> Life, the universe, and nothing with Sean. Here is the ultimate in nothing. Hello Kitty is not a cat. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Hello Kitty fans. Apparently, there's a Hello Kitty kiss doll sitting here in the studio. And that's not a cat. That's an actual Not girl. a cat. It is a little girl. Here you go. I have the facts, Ed. All right. Apparently, this all came about because um, she turns 40 this year. Hello Kitty. So she's not a little girl anymore. Yeah, she's more like a she's more like a middle she's a cougar at this point. <laughs> but hello cougar doesn't really sound well. <laughs> Trolling the bars for young studs. That's like the alternate the cougar line. <laughs> hello kitty dot com. But I guarantee you there's a there's a forty year old woman out there who's very cougar esque. Who's probably smokes like three packs a day and all leathery and crack on? Who's got a Hello Kitty tattoo on her somewhere? Because she's so adorable and I'm such a. I am like a perpetual Hello Kitty because she's so cute. <laughs> that was the uh, throat cancer, <laughs> by the way. The three packs. Yeah, that, 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 I, I kind of got good. that with that. Ah, ah, Hello Kitty, I loved her since I was a girl. <sighs> she, when she came on the scene, I was eight, <sighs> and I fell in love with her ever since. I even had a cat named Kitty. <laughs> okay, so this all became because, like I said, she turns forty this year, and there was there is a in the a Yano. This woman Yano, I think, is. Uh, let me see. Let me just make sure I get the right facts here. I really should have read this. Christine R. Yano is an anthropologist from the University of Hawaii. <laughs> An anthropologist? Yeah, apparently the bones uh, thing was kind of already taken. Since we already have uh, bones, she's hoping maybe she gets her own spinoff. <laughs> I'm an anthropologist in Hawaii, and I study Hello Kitty. 
Um, she's also <laughs> a visiting. She's also a visiting professor in Harvard. Uh, she spent years studying the phenomenon that is Hello Kitty. So apparently, she got paid money to do this. <laughs> I'm gonna, Genius. I'm going to come out. I'm going to have you know the Star Wars toys. That's, I'm going to get my doctor in Star Wars toys. <laughs> she's also the author of a book, Pink Globalization. Hello, kitties. Trek across the Pacific. Pink Globalization. That's the name of the new porn star. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Pink Globalization. <laughs> um, apparently, this book was published by Duke University Press last year. She says that Kitty's unreadable features, she usually doesn't have a mouth, <laughs> which right there, a lot of guys are going... Christ, if only my wife was like that. <laughs> along, dream girl. And along with clever mer- merchandising, has helped cultivate the, uh, char- the character's following. Hello Kitty works and is successful partly because of the blankness of her design, Yano says. People see the possibility of a range of expressions. You can give her a guitar, you can put her on stage, you can portray her as is. That blankness gives her an appeal so of so many types of people. Which just basically says she has got no facial features. She is so like to me that just says something about society. Like, we, why why isn't Kristen Stewart a popular? Yeah, how, how come the faceless Amish dolls aren't a hit then? Yeah, it's like one of those. Uh, that's how we view society: a, a, a mouthless, faceless person. All right, so. Uh, that's uh, that's also made her more than just another fabrication of Japanese culture of cute known as uh, culture of it's known as kawaii. That's the whole culture of cute. Okay, you know, like the little Asian girls dressing up as schoolgirls and hey, <laughs> you know. Um, so like I said, she doesn't have this. Inst- uh, she does have this insipid cuteness. Explains Giano who's also serving as a creator of the Japanese-American National Museum Retrospective. That is a mouthful. Yes. So let me just say that again. One more time. She is a, the curator for the Japanese-American National Museum, their retrospect on Japanese culture, apparently. Okay. Um, for example, take Precious Moments. Um, that's giftware, I guess. That, that's cute, but there's nothing cool about Precious Moments. Hello Kitty is the potential to be so many other things. Apparently, Gene Simmons, according to that little doll right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But there's a lot about Hello Kitty you don't know, Ed. I'm, I'm sure you there is. You don't know. <laughs> when you think you know Hello Kitty, she flips the script and go, you don't know shit about Kitty. <laughs> you don't know shit about Kitty. That's right. This cuteness, you don't know shit about, Ed. <laughs> Feels like I had this conversation already, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she's waiting, this piano is waiting through hundreds of objects for the exhibition at the Japanese American National Museum, including the famous Gaga dress. I'm assuming it's probably the meat dress, whatever. <laughs> okay, this is where she gives a lowdown. <laughs> what? I'm just picturing Hello Kitty in a, in a meat in dress? dress. Yeah. It's called her human skin, Ed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you a size 14? Well, actually, for her, it'd be like, she's got no mouth. <laughs> Mm-hmm. As she's gutting up a person's back and trying on their skin, going mm-hmm. and with the big eyes and the whiskers all looking all cute with covered in blood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. 
So here's here's the load. Here's the four one one on right. the K I T P Y. Tell me, tell, tell, me <laughs> tell me more. Hello Kitty is not a cat, <laughs> despite what you may think. Even though her name is Kitty, not a cat. Not a cat. She well, said she was. She was. I was corrected very firmly. Um, that's the. I guess the creator, um, Sanrio, uh, made for. Apparently, she's doing a script for the sh- for a show. Uh-huh. I guess. Uh, Hello Kitty is not a cat. She is a cartoon character. She is a little girl. She is a friend, but she is not a cat. She's never depicted on all fours. She walks and sits like a two-legged creature. She also has a pet cat of her own, however, and <laughs> so it's Goofy. And it's called Charmy Kitty, but Goofy's not a dog either. You know, they never said Goofy's a dog. He's just or a Bugs cop. Bunny or Porky Pig. None of them do that. Well, okay. So here's another one. Hello Kitty is British. Pip pip cheerio. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you're, you're kidding me. She's British. She is British. Kitty is actually named Kitty White. No, that rela- explains the hair. No relation to Betty White, apparently. <laughs> Come on, I sure got a bigger laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she has her. Uh, she has a full backstory, which I'll get to that later. Okay. She's a Scorpio, which is probably <laughs> one of the reasons why I don't get along with her because I'm a Taurus, oh. and the exact opposite for a Taurus is a Scorpio, <laughs> and it's like oil and water. And I'm telling you, Kitty has got a fucking attitude the size of a fucking iceberg on her shoulder. <laughs> All right. All right, keep going. She loves apple pie because nothing's more. <laughs> Who American. doesn't? Uh, apparently, I can tell you, my friend John doesn't like apple pie. He doesn't like pie with fruit in it. I, I know some people wow. that don't like cooked fruit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. Okay, so she's also she's a daughter. Got it. She's the daughter of George and Mary White. It'd be better, oh. better if her dad's name was Walter. Just, just saying, Walter White. So she has a twin sister. Apparently, does she dress up as a cat too? No, she. No, I don't. I don't know. Maybe, maybe in the backstory, maybe. But I think she's got a regular twin human twin sister. Let me let me continue. She has a twin sister. Uh-huh. She's a perpetual third grader. She lives outside of London. I could go on. A lot of people don't know the story, and a lot don't care. Yeah, here, here, geeksers. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because Hello Kitty emerged in the 1970s when the Japanese and Japanese women were into Britain. Apparently, there was a time where everything was British. You, you were okay. really getting into that. They loved the idea of Britain. So it, it represented the quintessential idealized childhood, which is saying something that you idealized childhood is a mouthless humanoid cat. <laughs> Almost like a white picket fence. So the biography was created exactly for the taste of that time. Hello Kitty has a special significance to Asian Americans. Okay. Uh, Yes, she is worldwide, but Hello Kitty has a special resonance with Asians who grew up in the United States. When Hello Hello Kitty arrived in the U.S. in the mid-70s, it was a commodity mainly in Asian enclaves. Chinatowns, Japanese, Japan towns, etc. Explains Yano. In talking to Japanese Americans who grew up in the 70s, they say that figure means so much to us because she was ours. It's something they saw as an identity marker. 
this is why the uh, the exhibition is being held at the Japanese American National Museum. It's about reconnecting her to this community. It gives the whole thing a certain poignancy and power. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, let's get the person. The Hello, Exploring the Super Cute World of Hello Kitty, opens October 11th at the Japanese American National Museum in downtown Los Angeles. You could go to janm.org. Hello <laughs> Kitty Con runs four days starting October 30th at the Museum of Contemporary Art in downtown Los Angeles. Why can't this shit happen on the East Coast? I would love to go to a Hello, Co- Hello Kitty Con and go, she's not real! <laughs> now, I, I, I did hear something about Hello Kitty a while ago. Like, this is uh, probably... Uh, 15 years ago. Right now, now, little girls are all crying in their pillows, their Hello Kitty pillows. Imagine there's right now, there's got to be a 40 year old woman that's got like a whole bedroom pillow of pink Hello Kitty crap. Furries <laughs> hung them. Well, this, this this will make them really cry. I heard that a lot of American women use Hello Kitty as a symbol for lesbianism. Really? Yes. Like women, like like if you were wearing like a, have like a Hello Kitty like backpack right. or a little something, like a pin or something. Because I thought like the whole rainbow thing was kind of universal. But it was. Yeah, it I was, heard dolphins actually. It was. It was really. Yeah. That's going to suck because my sister's got a tattoo of like three dolphins. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! Because my mom was really big into dolphins. My mom was not a lesbian, by the way. <laughs> but my so my sister has like t- dolphins on her arm. Wow! It's a t- <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the reason why you got to watch what you put on your fucking body. She's got to get a Hello Kitty on the other arm now. Yeah, I'm gonna get a Hello Kitty. <laughs> I, you know, shooting up. I was a dragon Connor. Like I was this Hello Kitty shooting smack in my ass. <laughs> right now, somebody's not going, that would make a pretty badass tattoo. <laughs> Give Hello Kitty, like, get her all skinny and gaunt, like the whole OD look. <laughs> Drool- <laughs> Drooling where there's no mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so she, maybe, at one, did you, like, do you have any articles that kind of back up that no, theory? No, no. Uh, so I couldn't find couple, any. A couple of people I've talked to. It, it could have been one of those like, oh, you know what? The Hello Kitty is all about gay people. <laughs> Maybe. It's no, no. Well, fact. no, it wasn't. No, they to say the, 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 the point of Hello Kitty was nothing about it, but it was like the secret symbol to tell other women that. You know, I've always thought it was the um, pink triangle. I or actually, it was like a blue triangle, actually. It might have been. Yeah, whatever. So here's the um, here's the four one one on the K I T T Y. Ready? <laughs> okay. Her real name is Kitty White. Uh-huh. Her birthday is November first. Her blood type is A. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, in case she, in case she gets into a car accident, and someone needs you know. Uh, her star sign is Scorpio. <laughs> Can you imagine? You know, like. <laughs> Some kid comes up like a, like in a car accident. My kitty's dying. Her blood type's A. What's your brother's? I don't know. Right. Her, 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 like I said, her star sign Scorpio, which means she's a fucking bitch. Let's put it out there. Most Scorpios that I know are fucking bitchy. Sorry for you Scorpios that are out there listening going, I am not a bitch. You're bitching about it, so yeah. <laughs> um, at least towards Tauruses, and I'm a Taurus, so we don't really, like I said earlier, we don't get along. Mm. Um, her height, is around five apples, which means she's taller than a Smurf. Oh, yes. Because Smurfs are n- notoriously three, <laughs> three apples, apples high. high. <laughs> However, her weight is around three apples. So even in the Hello Kitty world, she's concerned about her image. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's not five apples and seven apples wide, I guess. You know, she's she's five and three. 
So, you know, I could see the kitty, you know, working on a treadmill, maybe lifting <laughs> some weights, shooting protein. Yeah, but what kind of apples? I mean, Red Delicious, Smith, um, Granny Smith. She's a Scorpio, so I'm going to go with uh, Granny Smith Green Apples. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, now, you know, I prefer the yellow ones, but I think she's going to be, she, she looks more like a, a green apple kind of girl. Okay. Uh, her birthplace is the suburbs of London, England. All right. Her hobbies... She's got hobbies. Any, any well, well obviously she's a furry. Apparently, not a, speaking of public's not one of them. <laughs> no, her hobbies are baking cookies and making pancakes <laughs> that she never eats. Uh, yeah, apparently <laughs> she just a whole big. She just one after another, flapjack after flapjack after flapjack, and she just shoves it in her face, but they all crumble because she's got no mouth. <laughs> o- origami. So in her, when she's not cooking, she folds paper. Foreign cultures. I guess to show that she's worldly, she gets around. She playing the piano is another hobby. Tennis. Uh, just you know, seeing seeing her, seeing her you out the court. Five apple high, yeah. this huge racket. Shove, could take her out like that. giant tennis ball shoved up her skirt or sport. You know when she's serving. Another one of her hobbies, Ed, collecting little stars. <laughs> little stars. Because you don't want the big stars because they're too heavy. She's only five apples tall, for God's sake. It's got to be the real little ones. Like anybody from, like, um, big world little problems. Like, <laughs> um, that world sm- world's smallest woman that's going to be in uh, American Horror Show, the freak for show. Sure. She probably collects her. <laughs> Troy Werner probably sitting in her house with, behind glass. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like what? Uh, now I get it. She's small, a, she's a small, small stars. stars. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's got him under a glass case, and he's just pounding. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Tattoo died. That's right, yeah. <laughs> she didn't poke enough holes for him. Uh, another one? Ribbons. She likes ribbons. Well, that's obvious. She always has one in her hair. Right. And other cute little things. That's, that's, that's... <laughs> favorite food is Mama's homemade apple pie. It's her most favorite. <laughs> how could she eat? I would... Does it tell you how she eats? Maybe she just likes the smell of it. She just walks over and goes... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and her favorite color is red. <laughs> That explains the red bow, right? She usually has a red bow in her hair. No, it's pink. Yes, it's pink. It's, you know, why isn't it red? I well, don't know. she changes her she, bow. She, oh, yeah. She's, she appeals to everybody. Um, here's her background. Okay. That was just her, her profile. Like, if, if if I was on, like, OK Cupid, that's what I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> see, like, see, like, come ash, you know, she's now on, what do you call it, that Match.com commercial? <laughs> here's Hello Kitty's background. Hello Kitty is a cheerful and happy little girl with a heart of gold. She lives in London with her mama, Mary White, Papa, George White, and her twin sister, Mimi. Her Hello Kitty loves to bake and she can really make really delicious cookies. How the fuck would she know? She can't eat them. She's got no mouth. She learned her baking... Oh, that's my question. She learned her baking talents from her mama, who makes scrumptious apple pies that are enjoyed by the whole family. All I can see is like a whole bit. And yet she's only three apples thin. 
Like you would think with all that pie, all that, all those carbs, and a whole house full of people just going because apparently she's the one without a mouth. All of them just shit. What's for dinner? Apple pie. That's What's for breakfast? Apple why, pie. That's only why she only weighs three apples. She can't eat. Right. I'm surprised she's only they feed her in- intravenously. <laughs> Hello, Hi. Katie's hobbies include traveling, listening to music, reading, eating cookies, and Mama's apple pies. Oh my, um, and making new friends. One of her most popular mottos is, "You can never have too many friends." <laughs> okay, I heard her name thing up. Porn stars. Hello Kitty has a pet cat named Charmy Kitty, <laughs> and a pet hamster named Sugar. Charmy Kitty was a present from her papa, while Sugar was given to her by our childhood friend, Dear Daniel. <laughs> dear. Like, is Dear his first name? Or is that just, you know... He's just such a dear person. Uh, maybe. Dear Daniel. <laughs> Would you like to hear about her family? Sure, we've gone Did she ever far. serve any time? Like, <laughs> yeah. She once she wants killed a man in Reno just to watch him die. That's how she's got that... That's what do you call it. In her culture, those whiskers that are, are tattoos that are telling her she, she's killed six people. <laughs> Instead of the teardrop, it's whiskers. That's right, I, she carries a knife and, and those those there's actually scars that she kills somebody she cuts another whisker in her face they charged me as a minor yeah I'm only five apples tall what the fuck do you expect so Mimi White is Hello Kitty's twin sister and best friend the two of them grew up and studied together sharing lots of life experiences and fun adventures with each other that's dirty <laughs> A lot of life experiences. <laughs> Dear Daniel got double teamed. <laughs> Dear Daniel had the threesome of his life. <laughs> he went Dear Penthouse Forum. <laughs> <laughs> George White is Hello Kitty's lovable papa. Even though he works very hard, he still finds time to spend with his family. He has a wonderful sense of humor. Apparently, if you name your kid Kitty. <laughs> Mary White is Hello Kitty's lo- loving mama. She's always shows love and care for her family. Hello Kitty got her baking talents from Mary White, who is the best apple pie maker in the neighborhood. Yeah. All right, there's Anthony. Uh-huh. Anthony. Anthony. Anthony is Hello Kitty's cool grandpa. <laughs> he has a lot of life experiences. Translation, mobbed up. And shares it very shares it very well during storytelling time. This one time I whacked this guy for fucking my chick, Kitty. <laughs> I said, where's my money, Nunzio? <laughs> and I broke his fucking kneecaps, Kitty. That's how we do things in us. how we do things with the white family. <laughs> He's also very artistic and expresses it through his colorful, happy paintings. <laughs> yeah. I get a, and I get a nice little motif there behind me, and then I bring somebody in, and I pop, shoot him in the skull. Fucking blood everywhere. That's work of art. That's how, pa, that's how Grandpa White does it, kitty. <laughs> and then there's Margaret. She's Hello Kitty's sweet grandma. She is the original master baker in the family. Oh, you said baker. Okay. Yeah, I said baker, yeah. Uh, she's able to make really delicious pudding. Mm. <laughs> you sure that says baker? Yeah. She loves That's doing not a typo. She loves doing homemade embroider- embroideries. 
for her family while she's <laughs> sitting in her favorite rocking chair. So while she's there niching, she's niching. <laughs> she's knitting. <laughs> she's. I was going to say, it's my cross between knitting and stitching. She's knitting and stitching clothes together while Anthony's shooting people off in the head in the corner, making work of art. Mom's cooking up her apple pie. And George White Paz is laughing his ass off while fucking Kitty and Mimi are double teaming Daniel in the back. Right now, there's some Hello Kitty fan going, No! She has friends too, man. It's like a normal Rockwell painting there. Yeah, normal Rockwell of death. Oh! Oh! It's me, Anthony Kitty. It's Anthony White. You might heard of me. I'm known as Anthony the Painter White. Why? Because I paint the walls with blood. Son. All of a sudden, I went from Italian to ghetto. (laughs) That's how worldly we are. (laughs) Hello Kitty's friends are Dear Daniel. Yeah. He is a Hello Kitty's childhood friend. He's sensitive, naive, and loves to dance. <laughs> wow. So when he comes over to visits, he's not he does not recognize it. He's gr- not getting double T. He grandpa yeah, I know. Grandpa might be a double penetrate. <laughs> grandpa's over to the side killing people, then they're using grandma whites cutting off the skin and using it for clothing. And there's Daniel just going, what's going on? I'm so sensitive. Let's watch Gilmore Girls. <laughs> but please on. There's Jody, who looks like a bear. Jody loves to read and study a lot. Her dream, it's Jody, is, i.e., so it's a girl. Okay. Uh, her dream is to become a researcher someday. <laughs> so basically, she wants to look up shit for her. She wants to get paid to be Google. <laughs> That's all she wants to do. She wants What's to your goal in life? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all she wants to do in life. I just want to sit in front of a computer and Google shit. That's my job. That's, that's, I'm, I'm going to college for this. Then there's Rory, the squirrel. Uh, Rory met Hello Kitty in the forest where he lives one day, where he lives one day, when, where he lives one day when Hello Kitty went out to gather flowers. He taught Hello Kitty a lot of neat stuff about the forest. Where the fuck she could have meet this guy? Not like at a truck stop. <laughs> like, hey, 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 Hello Kitty, it's me, Rory. If you eat, if you lick this toad, you'll get fucked up. <laughs> Don't touch that weed. That's poison ivy. But this weed, you can smoke up, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> then there's Tiny Chum. <laughs> Oh, Tiny Chum is a small and cute, cut, cute teddy bear who's been together with Kitty and Mimi over uh, ever since they were little. The twin sisters treat him like a little brother, but yet he's got a fucking bow in his hair. All right, hey, whatever. Don't judge. I'm not judging. Sorry. <laughs> then there's Tracy. Tracy's a raccoon. Um, Tracy's the group's jokester, so he's kind of like Tracy Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves Tracy because she's very friendly. So she do. She's very friendly and does a lot of harmless, mischievous things. Like scare tactics. Yeah. <laughs> then there's Joey. He's a uh, mouse. Is a very athletic and good at sports, especially on the track. He's intelligent and very charming. Joey is one of the most popular students in school. Yeah, because he gives up all the assholes. Yeah, really. Then there's Thomas. <laughs> Tom and this is a poor Thomas. 
He gets one line. <laughs> oh, okay, that's just as bad as Jody, I guess. Thomas is an energetic bear who loves to roller skate. Wow, there's a lot of bears in that neighborhood. Well, it's bears and cats, apparently. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they, go, they go together so well. Then there's Trippy. Trippy. <laughs> is he the drug addict of the okay. neighborhood? I know. No, he he's is a coked up. He's a strong and brotherly bear who will always help friends in need. He has a crush on Hello Kitty and wants her to be his girlfriend. So I can just see Wait him. a minute, she's in third grade. He's grandpa's hitman. Well, so he's a third grade too, yeah. <laughs> grandpa's hit. Yo! And when we get shit done, we call Tippy in. Tippy's the fucking cleaner of the family. He comes in. Cleans up the shit. Sure, he's got eyes for Hello Kitty, but I don't mind. He's a good kid. He does what he's told, never talks back, and boy, he can clean up a mess of blood like nobody's business. When it comes to hide the bodies, you count on Tippy. <laughs> then there's Fifi, who looks like a lamb. Um, is the most spirited member of the group. Almost always sent, seen running around and doing something. <laughs> what it is who knows where are you going Phoebe I'm just running <laughs> she rarely rests and is very active and busy doing various stuff okay so apparently she's the coked up whore that Tippy gives his drugs to <laughs> because she's always doing something she's always active and Tippy's the you know he's trying to you know dope her up because hey man I'm trippy yo dude <laughs> I need my fix. I need my fix. <laughs> Fifi, man. Just chill out, man. Here. Here's an eight ball. I'll get you through the weekend. Then there's Maury. <laughs> Oi! It's me, Maury. I'm a... I'm you are not the father. Uh, Maury is a cute little seal living in Hello Kitty's backyard. She, backyard. she, she loves sunbathing. <laughs> so Maury is a female... <laughs> Oi! All I want to do is lay out in the sun. That's... <laughs> you always bother me. <laughs> I just want some sun. <laughs> Fifi, you're blocking the sun. <laughs> then there's Timmy and Tammy. Timmy and Tammy are mischievous little monkeys who are always looking for ways to have fun. They love to make friends and make people laugh with their antics. I got nothing for them. Hello Kitty has a pet. Charmy Kitty is Hello Kitty's pet cat. Give it to her by her papa as a gift. Charmy looks like her owner, but acts more like a cat than a person. She's very tranquil, sweet, obedient, and loves shiny objects. I know a lot of girls like that. She wears the key to Hello Kitty's jewelry box around her neck self. <laughs> So actually, she's kind of like the the, the little cat from uh, Men in Black Two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the first one. Yeah, Ryan's belt. Oh, it was the, no, it was the second one. It was the first one. Was it? Yes. Really? Yes. But well, didn't it take place in the second one though? Because um, Rosaria Dawson's character was the princess of that world. No, she wasn't the princess of Ryan's belt. You might want to do some Google search, uh, sir. Um, then there's Sugar. Hello, Sugar is Hello Kitty's pet hamster and Charmy Kitty's best friend, apparently, because, you know, they hang out. Sugar was given to Hello Kitty by our childhood friend, Dear Daniel. Boy, I must make Tippy kind of pissed off. Because, I mean, Tippy wants to get in, the, you know, Hello Kitty's pants. And Dear Daniel's giving her, here's a, here's a gerbil or here's a hamster. 
<sighs> well, that's a lot of background for why. Well, here's why doesn't Hello Kitty have a mouth? It makes why not? Uh, San, uh, Sanrio still hasn't made an official announcement about it yet. Yuko Yumagachi, the current official designer of Hello Kitty Entertainment, entertained the question when Time Magazine interviewed her. It's so that people who look at her can project their own feelings onto her face because she has an expressionless face. Kitty looks happy when people are happy. She looks sad when they are sad. For this psychological reason, we thought she shouldn't be tied to any emotion. That's why she doesn't have a mouth. Uh, so uh, there you go. That was kind of a... What? That was a letdown. What? The ending there. Oh, why she doesn't have a mouth? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. I mean, I can kind of see it if I'm happy. Yeah, I guess those those things. Um, well, she has a tongue. Yeah. In related news, Ed? Yeah. Um, Peanuts released a statement saying that Snoopy is, in fact, a dog. <laughs> <laughs> you laughed, but they actually did that. <laughs> you thought I was making a joke. Yes, I was. They actually, they actually made a statement. <laughs> that is retarded. <laughs> <laughs> here it is. But thank you, Peanuts, here is for Peanut, clarifying that. For Peanuts us. on Twitter. You can follow them at, at Snoopy. We can confirm Snoopy is a dog. <laughs> yeah. So there you have it, folks. Hello Kitty, not a cat. Ed, what are you reading? I'm reading the plot for uh, Men in Black 2. And how close? Yeah, yeah, no, it says, uh, while investigating a crime at Soho Pizzeria and questioning the wait- waitress, Laura Vasquez, who's played by Rosie O'Donnell, Jan recovers... Rosie a- O'Donnell? Try Rosario Dawson. That's Completely a- different movie. That's what I said. No, you said O'Donnell. <laughs> Rosario Dawson. Jan recovers a plot by Selena, the shape-shifting <sighs> calorithene queen... After destroying several fads, she sneaks into Earth and disguises herself as a lingerie model. <laughs> <laughs> in her own form, she represents a plant like Hydra. And memory wiped, naturalized Agent K, played by Tommy Lee Jones, has resumed his civilian life as Kevin Brown, postmaster in Massachusetts. Right. Okay. Uh, let me see. I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to find the line that will actually clarify the whole thing instead of reading everything to you. Um. Uh, <clears throat> Here you go. Plot summary for Men in Black 2. Uh, K and J reunite to Roger Probe, who's not only absolutely a memory of the past, but Men in Black, but also a living person left to, to expertise to save the galaxy to reunite with the MIB before Earth submits to ultimate destruction. K must convince... Uh, is that the third one? No, it is. The third one's he goes back in time. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you, the cat is part of... That's the plot of the whole thing, because the cat's been running around. It's got the galaxy there. I don't remember which one that was in. Oh, screw See, this is where Someone call in! <laughs> 215-600-3284. Please call in. <laughs> Please call in! The debate rages on! <laughs> I'm telling you that I am telling you I'm right. The first one's the cat. The second one is. Really... I think you saw the cat in the first movie, but it wasn't a plot until the second movie. No, because it was Orion's belt, and the cat the cat was Orion, and the belt was his collar. That in the thing, and it was the kid's marble. No, the marble was at the end of the first one. Yeah, right. And the cat is in charge of the galaxy in the second one. 
No, it was that was the Lara Flynn Boyle's character. Selena was that shapeshifter that takes over MIB. Right, and she wants he has to get AJK back, and the only way they can stop her is if males of wait. Uh, ah. ah. ah, right, she's the light. She's the light of Zethra, Zarthra. Right, which is a princess in the galaxy that's around Ryan's neck. I don't see that in this plot summary at all. Eh, all right. Maybe I was wrong. Whatever. All right. Enough of that to beat. All right. Okay. So there you go. There's my Hello Kitty, my Life Universe, and nothing with Sean. Hello Kitty, not a cat. <laughs> That's more than I ever wanted to know about Hello Kitty. That is more than I, but apparently it was a big deal. <laughs> Three men in a room going, yep. <laughs> Talked about Hello Kitty for an hour. <laughs> men, now let's go grab a brew and get into a bar fight. <laughs> get my let's all get let's all bond together and get Hello Kitty tattoos. <laughs> Not in your life. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I mean, the little Hello Kitty kiss doll's cute, but I don't, I, I don't know. Like, there's over there too. At uh, uh, WeLoveFine.com. Yeah, is a is a whole Hello Kitty kiss motif. Yeah, him. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get a <laughs> tattoo of Hello Kitty. I bought my wife a zombie kitty. See. Now when you go home, you can shock her with the whole information. Hey, by the way, did you know Hello Kitty's not a cat? <laughs> we found out the same time it was on the Yeah. News. Yeah. I mean, it was newsworthy. Eh? <laughs> Where were you when, when you found out Hello Kitty was not a cat? I was in my underwear looking at scrolling through Facebook. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what's going on in the world today? You're kidding! Could you imagine if that was somebody's costume at a furry con? You're not allowed in here. You're not an animal. Yeah, yeah, really. Now, right now, there's a whole bunch of you know. Can you imagine it right now? But then again, I feel so violated. I fucked a human. Now there's a whole section of guys who are going, "Oh, thank God, Hello Kitty's human," because <laughs> I've been spanking it to Hello Kitty since I was 15, and I was always worried. That, That's why know, she's so white. Yeah. I was always, I was always so worried, but now that I know she's a human, wait, it's, wait. it's not freaky. Who's spanking it to Hello Kitty? Trust me, I'm, I guarantee you there's a freak out there. I'm sorry. 215 I guarantee you that there's you somebody. you it to Hello Kitty, please Well, it goes back to that one, um, that, what's that um, thing we're talking about? People. <laughs> that one, that one, no. <laughs> that one was, thing we were talking about. I forget the exact The name. other day. Screw <laughs> you, I'm going to Google it. It's people who find, um, who are attracted to inanimate objects. Uh, Remember how I talked about statues and how people like, you know, we're falling in love with you. Know, oh, screw you, Andy. You gotta make me. <laughs> Erica, where are you? <laughs> She's not allowed to go on vacation again. <laughs> we should have gave Sip on a laptop. <laughs> a. X. Damn it. B. B. Where's the backspace? <laughs> <laughs> really? It takes you that long to type? Dude, I'm trying to find the right thing. I'm still quicker than you. Him. I'm talking to him. Aglomatophilia. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to him. It's a... Run it's, with it, Ed. It's, <laughs> it's a sexual attraction to a statue, doll, mannequin, or other f- similar figurative object. Harley what? Quinn statues? Yeah, Harley Quinn. That's, that's what that would spawned us to, to look at things. Like uh, I'm not spanking to my Harley Quinn statues, though. But I guarantee you, there's probably a guy out there going, yeah, that Hello Kitty's looking mighty fine. Yeah. Like, 
Oh, she's dressed up a kiss. Look at that tongue. You know, <laughs> we should probably put a black light to it. So. Yeah. <laughs> we probably wouldn't want to sit on any of this furniture if we brought in the black light. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, so there you go. So I'm, like, I'm sure there's somebody out there going, oh, I love spanking the Hello Kitty every night. And then you find out, like, maybe they're going, Whew, it's actually a person I've been spanking because I was really worried. I thought she was a cat. Oh, like, thank God. I was spanking it to a three-year-old girl. That's, yeah, that's yeah. okay. A perpetual three-year-old girl that looks like a cat. I don't have a real problem. I'm just a pedophile. Yeah. But I'm not into bestiality. That's against the Bible. <laughs> yeah, like, woo, man, I made it to heaven. <laughs> like, imagine not knowing that or imagine something, God, you know, passing away before this news came out and then they're up at the pearly gates and they're sweating bullets because they've been spanking at the hell kitty and then there's you know st peter kind of going through the checklist oh, see you've been uh, spanked at the hello kitty yes it's that hell worthy offense believe it or not no because she's actually a human going in <laughs> really even though she's like kind of cat like no no she's not a cat she's never seen walking around on all fours because that would be rude but what's with the two ears on top of her head shh, shh. We don't, we don't, we don't question. It's God's work. <laughs> look at the platypus. Her mom, her mom had a wild night one. Time. Well, mom and dad looked the same. Her whole family looks like that. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, basically, they, they should be like in a freak show. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> hey, hey we don't discriminate against them. I'm not discriminating yeah. against them. They got a job. You lumping them on the. Hey, yo, freaks, furry freaks. The whole, the whole white family. You fuck you, you freaks. <laughs> What's with the ears and the whiskers, eh? That's come on. Never asked that question. I'm the only one. Yeah, apparently. I, you know what? To be honest, I've, this is the most I've ever put into Hello Kitty whatsoever in my entire life. And I was born in the Today. '70s. I was born in the '70s, and nope. I'm, to me, Hello Kitty was always like a a little girl thing. Yeah. I never heard of Hello Kitty until the late '80s. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's like. I've always seen her around, like, but it's always been, you know, on something pink, and it's always like a little girl, or right. you know, like a little bow in a girl's hair with the Hello Kitty's head, and it just seems like recently, like, there's a big explosion. I think, thankfully, thanks to the internet, nothing, there's no secrets anymore, yeah. because it's like, um, you can have a whole room full of Hello Kitty stuff, and most people will kind of go, that's kind of scary, but there's somebody out going, that's fucking awesome, look at my collection of Hello Kitty stuff. You know, so the internet has made the world a lot smaller, but a lot more freakier. <laughs> you know, it's where you're, where your thing that turns you on the most. It's like, yeah, you know, I guarantee you right now that there's probably, like, like we call it a couple of weeks ago, the whole um, Brony, My Little Pony, My Little Pony situation. Yeah. I never would have thought that there was somebody not only claiming to be, you know, engaged to Twilight Sparkle. But that there's another guy out there collecting explicit drawings of her. Like, that's like, you're going, really? I guarantee you right now, ooh, you know what? I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out, see if there's explicit drawings of Hello Kitty. Because I'm telling you, it's got to be out there. Yeah. Sean's going to bring the whole station down by bringing in a virus. I did. It, I did it with the. I did it with the. Uh, with the My Little Pony Twilight Spickle. I was like, oh, the Twilight Spickle. Let me look it up. Oh, wow. Holy smokes. Okay. Oh, 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 I'm seeing right now. It really is just a bunch of. You got uh, You got You got to type in the right. You got to type in the right words. There is a girl's um, panties that say Hello Kitty on it. 
Um, <laughs> the wrong explicit. The, does she have a vagina? Or she has no lips down there either. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. I'm trying. Like, there's a. Let's see. D R A W drawings. See if it's out there. Yeah, I gotta be honest. Holy mackerel! There's no real. She. She I, she might be untouchable, Ed. Yeah. She's an untapped market. <laughs> I just don't think he's looking at right. uh, me. Any know, artist out there, send in your best Hello Kitty porn. Yeah, ooh, yeah, let me Google that one. Hello Kitty porn. There you go. There's videos. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. Bingo. Holy mackerel. I hit the mother load, Ed. Wow. Oh, <laughs> some of it's some of it's just girls as Hello Kitty, but uh, there you go. There's Hello Kitty inserting a dildo into her. <laughs> there's uh, what's this one? There's Hello Kitty. Looks like she's getting plowed by another kitty. <laughs> um, there's Hello Titty, which is a Hello Kitty <laughs> with a, her, a boob hanging out. <laughs> um, well, there's one of her face or two tits. It just says Hello Titty. On yeah. It. Uh, there's a little one of those memes, Innocence. Uh, it's a picture of Hello Kitty's head, and it just says, "This is made for a five-year-old's T-shirt, not for a twenty-something's thong." <laughs> <laughs> and then here is a girl looking like she's masturbating to a Hello Kitty vibrator. <laughs> and uh, there, why would why is that? Why did it's what? Oh, it's a Hello Kitty thermometer in her ass. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of disappointed. It's not as, Hello, it's not as I, explicit I as typed, the uh, Twilight Sparkle. I typed in Hello Kitty porn, so she's almost virtually. I mean, the real one thing you get, uh, okay, like here, it's a girl. It's all you see is oh look that there you go. There's some porn. A girl riding on top of a guy, and she's got a Hello Kitty like tattoo, which must make her parents really proud. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the internet. There we go. What's that say? It says, drink your warm milk, kitty. And it looks oh. like she's she's, splo- oh. she's splooging oh. into a... I said that's why she's so bright oh. white. Oh. No, no, no. She's she's squirting into her food dish. <laughs> um, Drinking her own... Uh, yeah. Uh, now, that's kind of... That's okay. Now, see, now, that's sexy. There is basically a chick with a Hello T-shirt, and it's ripped, and you can see her cleavage. She's kind of cute. So, uh... <laughs> the Hello Kitty. No. What? <laughs> the Hello Kitty's cute. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think the Hello Titty seems to be a big one. Yeah. Uh, I don't even... Oh, it's a person's... Is that person's teeth? I don't know. <sighs> yeah, so, uh... Oh, there's the Hello, Get- Hello Kitty, uh... Handgun. <laughs> Rifle, yeah. Yeah, it's a Hello Kitty AK-47. Because, you know, you need that. Is that a girl with a penis? Yeah, she-male. All right, look at that. blue hair babe, she-males. There you go. Just There's something for everybody, folks. There's a Hello Goth Kitty. Like She's all goth out. She's got, like, the little bow with the little chains and all. She's all like, fuck yeah. Look at me. Hello, fucker. I'm Hello Kitty. Um... Yeah, now I'm, you know, I just the the we call it the show just ground to a halt because I'm looking at porn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on. All right, we got uh, releases of the week. Yeah, let's do the releases of the week. Okay. 
All right, sorry. Go ahead. What do you got this week, Ed? Here we go. Uh, <clears throat> Heavenly Sword is coming out. I got your Heavenly Sword right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's for Hello Kitty. So it's based on the video game. Yes. Okay, it's now an animated feature film. There you go. With Alfred Molina and a Torv. That's, um, we call it the uh, chick from Fringe. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Jane. So it's it's Doc Ock, Fringe Chick, and The Punisher. There you go. Eh, it's interesting. Can't go wrong. I would probably take a look at that because I, I played this game. It's not a bad game. Okay. You don't care. <laughs> you don't give a shit at All right, what else? Draft Day is coming out. The Kevin Costner uh, hit there. I don't know. Uh, no, it hits a loose term there, Ed. For him. For, for him, him. was a hit. <laughs> He's like, I'm relevant again. I'm doing films. Oh, well, I'm telling you, that Man of Steel helped push his, helped push his uh, put him back in limelight. Yeah. Because after that, he was he popped up in a lot of films. Uh, next we have his Mom's Night Out. It has uh, Patricia Heaton and uh, Sean Astin in it. And it was on top of the list. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was a short run movie. Yes. Yeah, it was like that comedy. Like, oh, okay. What else you got? Uh, Casper's coming out on Blu-ray. Because we need that. That's right. Eh, you know what? It wasn't a bad movie. It was cute. Uh, next we have is Godzilla versus Megalon. Megalon. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Godzilla coming out on Blu-ray. So okay. Enjoy. It looks like it's a lot of like movies that have never hit Blu-ray. This, yeah, this Blu-ray. I, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of movies that are just making Blu-ray runs or just movies that probably never made it to DVD. It's finally getting its chance. Yeah. Uh, next is it's always sunny in Philadelphia. The complete ninth season's coming out. Can't believe that show's been on for nine years. Yeah. I I mean I, I love the show, but I'm, I'm still kind of like amazed. I think this might be the final season though. There's I mean, there's I don't know, but there's the, I mean there's a couple seasons like the the first five. Hilarious, but then after that, it's kind of well. I mean, it's not yeah, as funny. Well, I mean, yeah, but you can say that about almost any show. Just right after like, a while. Look, look at the Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like watching here and there the 25 uh, years. Yeah, old, yeah. The sex. 12 days of uh, uh, 12 days of Simpsons. Yeah, I laughed hysterically the first few days because it's the original episode. Yeah. And you're laughing hysterically at it, but now it's like, is it getting on to like the 22nd or 23rd season? You're like, and you now I remember why I stopped watching this. You've heard the complaint that people have been saying about the Simpsons. The pan and scan, the, yeah, yeah. They 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 made it HD format, and they're cutting off the top and bottom, so a lot of the visual jokes are are can't being be lost. Seen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, real way to go. Like, <laughs> like it's animated. They could have stretched it, and then it would still be there. Yeah, or the, you know what? It, like, I'm telling you, as a person who's watched, like, you know, when I'm watching Star Trek: The Next Generation. It's got the black bars on the side. Do you stop thinking about it after yeah, a minute? Yeah, it becomes, it becomes irrelevant. Yeah, I'm not sitting there going, oh, it really should be on 1080p widescreen. You know, like, obviously, late in the later seasons, it does. You know, but, eh. All right, so what else you got, Ed? Uh, Purses of Interest, season three is coming out. You say that like you're surprised. <laughs> like, no, I'm looking for something else at the same time. I just uh, that show's hot and cold. I've seen some really good episodes, and the average ones like so so. Yeah, I mean, it's to me, to me, it's a. Um, I got to be honest. It really rips off Batman Beyond. Okay. Really? Yeah, because you have the recluse who creates the whole computer, the whole computer system. Uh-huh. Do you ever watch the show? No. 
Okay. Basically, um, the guy who played Ben Linus from Lost yeah. creates this program where it the, a computer will pull out a uh, social security number. And by probability, it's going to say that that person is in, either in trouble or going to cause trouble. The government was using it to help spy on people. Uh-huh. But it was taking away these other Joe Schmo, the insignificant social security numbers and not doing anything with it. So he came up with the idea to kind of do something about it. Right. He enlists um, Henry Cavill, uh-huh. Jesus Christ, <laughs> who's an ex-CIA guy, to go around and, and protect those people or basically get involved in those people's lives. But it's it's kind of like, hey, you got Batman in, because he lives, he, he Ben doesn't like to leave the place. Right. He very rarely gets involved in the outside world. He's got a big, great Dane <laughs> named Max. Not Ace. Not Ace, but Max. It's still a big-ass uh-huh. great Dane. And then he tell, he talks through, he talks to Jesus in a little head feast, you know, and to basically say, hey, you need to... And, of course, they have police officers that help him out throughout the time, but it still reminded me like Batman. Like, you have... It reminded me of Batman Beyond. You had the rich guy, because he made, he made a bunch of money by basically playing the system because he's a computer expert kind of guy. Yeah. He's got an, an unimaginable amount of wealth, at least at least in season one. I haven't right. seen season two or season three. They did add um, Fred from uh, Buffy, an uh, angel. Uh, she's uh, she's part of it now. Okay. Yeah, she's a psycho. Yeah. Um, but it's ba- like I said, basically, he tells Jesus, hey, this person's number came up. Keep an eye on them. And usually, obviously... It wouldn't be much of a show if that person didn't get into trouble, or <laughs> you know, them just kind of watching as you know, watching nothing. nothing. The guys doing just, laundry, yeah, buying Hello Hello Kitty figures, <laughs> you know. So and there, you know, there's some intrigue and some you know, but to me, it, it baseline, it's Batman. All right, like <laughs> that's the best way I can put it. <laughs> what else you got? Crossbone season one's coming out, which I was kind of surprised because. <clears throat> that's that one with uh, John Malkovich. That was yeah, that. but it was a summer TV show. Oh, okay. Yeah, that. Other than the nice sets and costumes, there's nothing about that show that grabbed me. I. Yeah, I, I haven't been. I've. I've not. I gotta be honest. Didn't even know it existed until the We, we Will Wheaton project. Yeah. Oh, how about that? You know, it wasn't because watching that and him making fun of the show, kind of made me go, "Wait, there's a TV show with Mal- John Malkovich as as a Blackbeard? What the hell? Like." Oh, okay. Because I think with John Malkovich, you would think, oh, it might be like a, a real cable TV show, not ABC or NBC or CBS, whichever one it's on. You know, NBC. NBC, thank you. But doesn't NBC also have Halle Berry's and that crappy sci-fi extent? Yes. You know, so it's like, all right. Which, let me tell you, I can I can couldn't get past the first episode of that show. Nice. <sighs> Rosemary Baby. Rosemary's Baby in Space. What else you got, Ed? <laughs> Uh, Dracula, The Bride of Frankenstein, The Creature from the Black Lagoon, Phantom of the Opera, The Wolfman, The Mummy, Frankenstein, The Invisible Man are all coming. The original Bela Lugosi classics and the old ones right. are coming to Blu-ray. If you remember not too long ago, we talked about the Creature mm-hmm. Blu-ray set. Yes, this is the individual yeah, one. Like so if a- there's only one specifically that you'd like to have, now you can just go out and get that one. Yeah, let's say you're a fan of Dracula but not The Invisible Man. You can pick that up. Speaking of Dracula, uh-huh. I know you went right by it because it's probably not on your list because you're scrolling through. Yeah. The 1979 version of Dracula with Frank Langella. Ah, okay. That is, and Lawrence Olivier is Van Helsing, one of the better Dracula stories out there mm-hmm. as far as movies go. 
it's the first time I met him. We, uh, people, us geeks, know Franklin Jell as Skeletor from He Man, yeah. you know, Master of the Universe movie. But it is, it's one of those movies like watching. Okay, yeah, I know it's nineteen seventy nine, but at the end, you, I, as a kid watching it, it made you feel so bad for Dracula at the end. Mm-hmm. Like it really was like this whole like you. You fuckers, just all he wants is to be in love. Leave him alone. Yeah. Like, as a kid, I'm going, leave him alone. <laughs> you know? So. They humanize Dracula. Yeah, to a point. Like, they humanize him to a point, but they're like, what, hap- what happens to him in the end? You do feel bad for him. It's like, uh, you know, and also, too, Firestarter. Okay. <laughs> Drew Barrymore. That's a classic. Okay. And our Carney, right? Uh yeah, I think I think he's in that. Yeah. yeah uh, anything that else? wasn't a bad movie. I remember no. enjoying that. George C. Scott was in it. Oh, uh, maybe that's George C. Scott and not Art Art, Art Carney. You think it's George C. Scott? No, I'm pretty sure Art Carney was in it. Yeah, right. So now, if you had a computer, you can IMDb that shit. Uh, New Girl season three. Yep. Uh, the original season one. That's the um, <laughs> Vampire Diaries spinoff. <laughs> Well, vampires that I like actually more than the Vampire Diaries people. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Are you still watching Vampire Diaries? No, I no. I, I, I bailed on that like months, like two seasons ago, I think. Ah. There is Dracula: The Complete Legacy Collection. I wonder what's now. Oh, oh, all the all the legacy collections are being put on DVD as well. Benson season one and two is coming out. And Soap season one and two is coming out. Yeah, but those are re releases, I yeah. think. Because the whole you can I don't you, think Benson was ever out on DVD. I mean, maybe not. Soap you, might have been. I know Soap was because I actually had the whole collection, like the whole TV show. Mm-hmm. And I remember laughing my ass off, but then going back to watch it, it got real fucking annoying with that whole intro that you know, like and then explaining every episode that's like this relationship with that relationship. It's like, come on. Like, let me just be able to fast. I didn't feel like fast forward every 10 seconds. Right. Mm-hmm. It was, ah, uh, you know, cause there were some really good classic moments in that show that still resonate with people of my generation that used to watch that show. Mm-hmm. You know, like Billy Crystal, um, being in it, being the gay, I think it was like one of the very few gay characters on TV that was actually gay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it did great. It was a great soap opera parody. Yeah. You know, especially when, you know, What's-His-Face was kidnapped by aliens and he thought he was invisible. And then you had the guy who had the dummy and the dummy was possessed. Yeah. You know. I, was, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, it was just so good. It was so funny. But trying to rewatch it, I'm just like, ugh. Grandpa's uh, taxidermy dog. Yeah. All that stuff. And then, uh, like, um, I know this past week I was, in, I was swinging by Best Buy and I saw they had season one and season two of Mork and Mindy. And I was thinking about picking it up. Because I remember loving that show as a kid, mm-hmm. and also with Robin Williams passing, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should, maybe I should kind of revisit it. But then there's that part of me that's kind of going, I don't know if it's still, I don't know if it still holds up. Like I don't want to be like, hey, all right, and then going, wow, I can't believe I watched this as a nine year old. <laughs> How my humor has changed from nine year old Sean to middle aged Sean. <laughs> I, I always used to like when Mark would cook for Mindy, uh-huh. and he would say, "Untouched by human hands." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a light week. Yeah, but there's some like good, solid ones. I'm gonna say. 
what's happening once season one and two. I don't know what's happening. That's a great show. That still has a lot of rewatch value. Uh, that's about it. Van Dyke, the Halloween episode collection. There you go. Everybody's everybody's gearing up already for Halloween. That's good. At least, you know, I don't see any Christmas shit yet. (laughs) That's next week. No, just kidding. (laughs) God. As long as you, you know, wait till after Thanksgiving. That's all I'm asking. (laughs) They don't even wait for Halloween. No, they don't. Okay, so let's get to video games. Video games. All right, here we go. Warriors Arichi 3 Ultimate by Tecmo. (laughs) Gyae for the PS4 and Xbox One. People have got their drinks already for the drinking game. Here you go. Here's the moment you're waiting for. End (laughs) doing titles. All right. Warriors Arichi. It's Warriors Arichi 3 Ultimate. Ultimate by Tecmo Koi. Yeah, whatever. PS4 and Xbox One. Okay. <laughs> uh, Red Faction Collection by Nordic Games to the PS3, PC, PC download. And it's on the same line for Nordic Games. Darksiders Collection is coming out just for the PS3. Yeah, it's uh, Darksiders and Darksiders 2. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, oh, crap. Good luck pronouncing this one. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Dang, in Dang, Aropia 2. Goodbye, Despair uh, by NIS close, America. Uh, close. I think you put an extra name in there. It's uh, Dangaropa. Dangaropa. Dangarampa. Dangarampa 2. Goodbye, Despair by NIS, NIS America for the PS Vita. All right. They still make games for that? Yeah. 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 Now you're thinking the PSP. You're thinking the, the portal. I was actually thinking both of them because I don't know anybody that plays them. Anymore. I have a Vita. Yeah. I have a Vita, and not only that, but because of the PlayStation 4. Uh huh. Syncs with it, so you can actually remote play your games on your PS4 and your Vita. Nice. Yeah. So I mean, they they it seemed to be like the, the when the the Vita first was on the scene, no one really knew what to do with it. But I think it was like, all right, well now we have this product. How can we maximize it? So they you know they you can actually remote play. Like I, I'm playing um, Diablo three, and I can actually sync it with my Vita and turn off my TV and actually still play it as I'm like laying in bed or something or go downstairs. And that little processor can handle Yeah, oh yeah. It's 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 a it's a nice it's a high def machine in that little package. Mm-hmm. Um I know they've been taking a lot of the PS three games and converting it for the PS Vita, like Borderlands two you can actually play. And with the PlayStation Network, if you're a member, you get games free for not only the PS4 and the PS3, but also with the Vita, you know, like their whole system, you get free games like per month that you can download. It's not, it's not a bad little system. Any Hello Kitty games for it? Probably. That's more Nintendo. Nintendo okay. 3DS, I think, has them. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite games actually out for the Vita is the um, Batman Origins Blackgate. It's a side scroller. It's kind of like a companion piece to Black uh, Batman Arkham Origins, but it's really, really good. It's really good side side game. Okay, cool. What else you got there? Lastly, I have is Sims 4 Limited Edition by Electronic Star for the PC and PC download and in stacks. Well, it's, it's Sims 4. I never really, I generally don't talk, we don't talk about PC games. Well, it's, it's, this is also actually coming out for the Xbox and PS3. Not, I don't think not, this week. No, a couple weeks But eventually. Now. Yeah, so 
Look forward to that, kids. Yeah, all right, kids. You can now create people and then build houses for them and then torture the fuck out of them by starving them and <laughs> lighting them on fire. Stuff and... you want to do in real life, but you can't. Now you can do it in Right, TV. and you can have sex with as many people as you want. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, you mentioned earlier that you you were playing uh, oh, yes, yes. South Park. Yes. Now, we did review the game many, many months ago. Uh, probably it was a year ago at this point. No, it doesn't be the year. Yeah, a couple been, months. Couple months and uh, and it came out in the, in the spring. Spring, really? yeah. So, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I didn't get it until uh, this uh, uh, early early August, uh, so I was able to. Uh, Ed doesn't jump on bandwagons. No, no, I'm I'm always like he's. How always, is it? <laughs> Does it suck? He's always late to the party. No, then I'll then I'll do it. <laughs> I'm in anyway. Uh, so yeah, I'm having a great time with it. Uh, it, it was. Uh, some of the like I, I first I didn't really like the combat of it. I'll be honest with you. Uh, it's the yeah. you know standard kind of um, Japanese um, RPG kind of style game, and so that, that I don't like. But you kind of go, okay, you know what they want with that combat. It's fine. Um, at first, I was kind of creeped out. Not creeped out. I, I was creeped out. Not creeped out. That's the wrong word. Uh, I was. Uh, I felt funny going through people's drawers, like when you, because <laughs> you can go like through drawers and stuff in people's houses. So it's, like, it's, so first you're like you go to Cartman's house, like you're like you you meet uh, Butters and Butters takes you to to Cartman's house, and you go to Cartman's house and you're in the backyard, and then there's a fight that ensues, and you you know you you beat them, they show you shows you how to combat, you know, first thing, and then yeah. and then they they then the the elves it, come and you have to fight them, but then you afterwards it's like. People told me like you go into like drawers and in in the closets and stuff of everybody's house. Fine moms, so right go. for right away, I'm like, well, I'm at Cartman's house. Like, let me see what I can <laughs> get. Yeah, but they. So I start running through the rooms, <clears throat> and, and of course now, Butters is with you, and Butters is right away. He's like, well, maybe we shouldn't do this. This is the Elf King's or the uh, well, King Wizard Town. It's a good. It's a good parody of the role playing games like Skyrim. Yeah, because it does kind of and and. For me, it plays exactly like a, a, one of the episodes of the show. They all have because it was written by Matt and Trey. Yeah, and Butters does kind of play the maybe we, we, we shouldn't do that, you know. But when you get like the other characters and you do stuff with them, they make their comments, and it's all like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 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 really spot on for us. Like us, if you just took South Park and threw it in the game, this was it. Like this was like like the ultimate game for them. I think they, they it took a, took over a year since they announced it. Well, or what happened was. It went to a different um, – the company that was making it before, I think it might have been THQ, I think they closed down, and then Ubisoft bought the rights to finish the game. But when they looked at the game, they didn't really like it, or Matt and Trey wanted to try to be more topical. I don't exactly remember what happened, but it wound them – it made them push the game back. I mean, I had it pre-ordered and waiting for me, waiting for it to come in for almost over a year. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah. It was driving me crazy, and, but when it came out, I wasn't disappointed at all. Right, like, yeah. I, my fear was going to be the game was going to be sucky, like um, like the Family Guy game. Yeah, this one not at all. So no, much fun. It's, it's, we say that I'm enjoying as I'm playing. I mean, it's just one of those it's one of those games that you just like like you go into uh, uh, Cartman's room, you open his closet. Now they really can't go into their closets to get stuff, but they have stuff, and it's like different things. Like they had Awesome the robot box, you know, sitting there, mm-hmm. and there was some other stuff like from other shows, like old the, the shows that you've watched through the years. It, that's sitting in the closet, like little props and stuff that you go, oh my god, I remember that episode, or I remember this. You know, you go into Butter's closet, he's got uh, 
uh, ca- uh, Commander Chaos? No, not ca- uh, Professor Chaos. Captain, it's yeah. Captain. Uh, it's Captain Chaos. No, Professor Chaos. I think it is. Professor Chaos. Yeah, and Gen- <laughs> it's General Disarray. That's right. It's General, yeah. And then yes, and then you know, so yeah, so you go through, and then you know, the you have to collect like uh, characters. You have to get Tweak and Token and Craig, and you find Tweak, and he's in the coffee shop, and you got to get a delivery from. Kenny's house, but it's really Kenny's. They rent some this garage out to these guys, and they look like like they're like strung out drug addicts, take the thing. And but it's funny though because it's like you know they don't really mention it, but then they think you're cops, you're two little kids, <laughs> and like you know like uh, you know like uh, Renaissance gear, you know they think they're cops. So you got to fight them, and then when you fight them, you got to get the package and bring it back to Tweak Shop so he can go come and play. And then you know, and then of course Craig, you have like that's where I stopped. Whereas. I have to go to uh, the school because Craig has detention, so I have. You to... can tell him the whole game, Ed. No, that's as far as I got. So, yeah. But it's like I said, the combat, the combat is like the role playing where you're, you know, standing two by two on each side, and you pick something like either it's a, a melee weapon or a magic spell, and then you attack somebody, and then they do it back, and it's like it takes forever. You know, it's like one of those type of things. Like, ugh, why can't I just like hack and slash my way right, through? That's what I would prefer. Yeah, because yeah. no, all right, I actually kind of enjoyed the the the, the process. Did you? Uh, yeah, and I, 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 to me, it was actually. I liked it because you didn't have to worry about button combos. You didn't have to worry about like to do. You didn't have to worry about. You did have to worry about timing. Yeah, like it did have to be. It was very time based. Like, which kind of reminded me of the old turn based games where you had to wait your turn and then do a movement and then stuff like that. Like the old, like um, the old Dungeons and Dragons games. Uh-huh. I, like I said, me personally, I loved it. I, uh-huh. I thought it was great. I mean, it, it is not well, for I mean, everybody. When you go when you go from like all these hack and slash games to to this combat the way it's like oh like i i remember this and i didn't really appreciate that's why it kind of you know yeah like after, you, after you go butters goes and then the bad guy goes and then the second bad guy goes yeah you know but and you also get to defend and you know it's, it's yeah i mean it's, it's it's not bad it's not horrible i mean that's like i said it's not uh, uh the, the one thing i do like is the fact is you can actually avoid some combat like you see them coming like like a lot of RPGs. You'd be walking along, and all of a sudden, whoosh, you get sucked into There's the combat that, yeah. screen, and you're like, "Where was it? I didn't even see it." Where you could see the elves, and you could actually run past them. You just kind of like run closer to the the screen, and then run by them if you want to, because it's like I I don't have much hit points, or you know, I just want to get through the this to get to where I'm going. So I'll just run right by them, so you can get away from it. Mm-hmm. Of course, a couple times you can't. You have to you have to fight them. But it's like I said though it, the. The the graphics are, are great. There's no like kind of crashing like where you can go through a wall or, or you know like something gets stuck or you know like like that none of that problems there. That's what's what makes it great. It's like a very smooth game and the the animation is just like a, watching an episode of South Park. It's great. Yeah, they didn't they didn't like try to do anything fancy. It was like you know what two D cutouts. You look and play and act exactly like it would be on 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 the show. Right. right. You know, me, um, do you have a review? Well, not really a review, more kind of like uh, more of a, I'm impressed about something. Next week, Destiny comes out, and uh-huh. that's a big thing, and we'll talk about it after I, you know, I have my review on that in two weeks, I guess. Okay. Because I did pre order it, and I did talk about it. I did talk about the beta. Yeah. You know, so I'm actually looking forward to that game. But I've been kind of like, yeah, you know, nothing really tasting my whistle. I picked up Diablo 3. Okay. Diablo 3, the Ultimate Edition um, for the PS4. And having go from a piece, the PC version to the console version, I got to be honest, I like the console version better. 
Really? Yeah, because of the the gameplay is a lot more. It's a lot simpler um, to dodge. All I got to do is just flick your right controller to the direction you want to dodge. It dodges automatically. Um, I, my worry thing was worried about the aim concept because with with it being on the computer, all I do is click my mouse and I'll just start shooting in that direction. Right. With this, it's more like just controlling my the left control pad. Will kind of you'll see a hot, your character will get the bad guy gets highlighted, mm. and you can just press and hold the X button and then it'll just do the firing. But I don't have to worry about a keyboard layout. Mm. I don't have to worry about pressing like Q for my health. You know, all I got to do is hit this button and I'm health. You know, it's it's a real nice mixture of the like the PC stuff working real well in the console. Okay, like I was actually really I was kind of leery the first time. Yeah, and the only reason why I picked it up was because. Um, here's where it's the benefit of the um, GameStop membership card. Mm-hmm. You get those points for every dollar you spend. So I had enough points. I had like, had like 60,000 points, and that's after buying a bunch of stuff for my girl. That I was able to get $50 off any item at GameStop. So I'm like, you know what? Let me go get Diablo 3. Let me try it out. I figured with that, and because, you know, you know, and I was also trading in some stuff. So I actually wound up getting the game for like less than ten bucks. Wow! Yeah, that's so, awesome. Right. So I was like, "All right, you know what? Let me give it a shot." And I actually am enjoying it more than I did the PC version. Wow! Because I just felt like it was it was a lot more scroll based. Like when you look at your when you get through your inventory, you don't have everything's broken down. Like here's all your weapons. Here's all your you know instead of it all being mishmash into like a big you know inventory pot. Right. It actually is broken down on like the scroll wheel where it's like, okay, here's my armor, here's my helms, here's my it's it's very like very organized and very yeah. simple simple to play. Right. It's fun. So yeah. good. I highly if you haven't if you played the PC version, you're not sure about getting the console version, get the console version. If you've never played any game, I I highly recommend it. It's fun. Especially it's a nice it's a nice um I'm gonna put it's more of a like it's a grinder of a game where you just kind of sit there and just play 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 you can play for hours and not you know and just enjoy yourself to kill time right and then, like i said in two weeks you'll you know yeah in about two weeks i have uh I have a destiny review okay two uh that's right it's not coming out until the ninth ninth right yeah yeah so i'll be getting mine at midnight and then i'll have you know review that that day or that next time we're on the show okay cool all right, so let's go take a break. We'll come back and do some nerd news. Sounds great. All right, I'll be right back, folks. What do we tell you, folks? <laughs> Blam. Mind blown. Mine is officially blown. Hello Kitty is a human. Wow. What did we learn this week? We learned that Sean has way too much free access to the internet. Because <laughs> it was like, hey, here's all of Hello Kitty's backstory. <laughs> <laughs> More than I ever wanted to know. I didn't think she was that detailed. I just thought it was like, oh, look, here's a cute little kitty figure. And whew, yeah, did I learn something today? I learned something today, Stan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty much it for part two. And there's not much really to wrap up. I'm not really feeling kind of woo about it. <laughs> it was good. I guess like I I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how uh, what Erica's going to come back with. For her life, the universe, and everything, whatever. Yeah, I can't cool. wait to hear all about it. Yeah, I'm special. <laughs> wow. Okay, I didn't fart. That must be the sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was that sarcastic. I was trying not to be. I can 
smell our own. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so there's part two, folks. I mean, if you enjoyed it and you want to catch us live, you can do so on Sunday nights from 6 to 9, 9.30, maybe 10 o'clock on AquanetRadio.com. Or on iTunes Radio, or on TuneIn, or on iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. And don't forget, while you're at it, go to our Geeksters Facebook page and like us. Or you can go to Twitter and follow us there at Geeksters, or Instagram at Radio. And don't forget to go to our wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes to download past, present, and future episodes. And if you want to contact Sean on anything we've talked about or just want to talk to Sean, you can contact them at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. You can contact Ed at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K, right? <laughs> God. Yes. We were trying to avoid that now. <laughs> I know. I just love it. <laughs> when we get to the ending, I have my lines and Ed has lines. It's so it's not scripted. It just happens to roll that way. From way like if Ed and I were roommates, it'd be like, "Hi, you and and Sean, and we're not home right now. So leave a message at the tone, and we'll get back to you, maybe." <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Come away. Hey, boo. Boo.